Hello, my name is Ernie Vecchio, author, trauma psychologist, and mentor, inviting you to join me on the Heart is Compass podcast. As is always the case, the path forward is inward. I will see you on the inside. How do any of us get to peace? Well, to me, and this is the whole key to spirituality, is letting go of everything. You and I are so much on the same page. Yeah, letting go. And what are you letting go of? Just ego. So much of, uh, of what you did was wonderful. It was so not ego. How do I get to a place of no ego? Yeah. The short answer is that you to first realize that you are more than your ego. And what more are you? Right. And so what, what you would say to that and what I would say to that is, you know, it was pretty similar. But what would you say if you're more than ego? What are you? Well, I would say soul, but that's mm-hmm. my language. <laughs> I mean, that's no soul's mean. fine. No, no, you say soul and or you'd say pure consciousness. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, without the interference of ego. And uh, so, you know, I think what people get confused by in this business of uh of inner peace is that you and I, people like you and I get up every day and we have to adjust ourselves to get to a place of peace. It isn't, we don't wake up automatically in a peaceful state. Mm -hmm. We might some days more than others, but nonetheless, we have interference very quickly. As soon as the phone rings, as we turn on the television, as soon as we read the newspaper, as soon as we interact with somebody, we're taken away from that peaceful place and have to do an ego-to-ego interaction, and that takes us away from it. So it, it doesn't have to be something drastic. If you look at the experts who do um, meditation, how long do they stay out of their head and in their bodies? You know, I mean, I don't know what the record is, but it isn't very long. Yeah. It's minutes. It's not hours. Mm-hmm. It's not days. It's minutes that they're able to achieve some level of uh, mindfulness where they stay there. But, and so I think that's the first part of that. And it's, it's part of the, the myth that the hotshots sell, like we were talking more about presence being like b- selling bottled water. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can sell presence, that you can monetize presence when you walk around with that very gift all the time, but are, being pulled out of it simply by your interaction with the world and the people around you. So, Well, that's it. And, and, you know, I think that's what people are wanting to know. Like, how how do I, first of all, find that peace? And then how do I keep it? They're looking towards me as if I have something that they don't have. The only reason, like you just said, that I have it is because I continually desire it and do what it takes to return and the word the word we're talking around there is practice right you know you get up you get up every day it's kind of like the ice skater who carries the skates on their shoulder and you see them and say hey what i see you got some new skates what'd you get those for well one of these days i'm going to become an ice skater so you got to put them on yeah take them off your shoulder and put them on and and then you have to get up every day and practice I think what you and I have done over time is the practice became so easy, so much like breathing, it doesn't feel like work. Right. It becomes very natural. Second nature, yeah. There was a time, and we'd have to go back on both of our lives, go back and say, okay, when, when did it feel like practice? You know, when did it feel like practice, that it was harder than it is now? We could go back and remember those times. I, I certainly could go back into my life and remember when practice was harder. And I was getting pulled away longer and, mm-hmm. and more intensely. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when I was doing psychiatric cases and we were talking about crazy, I used to say to people all the time that, you know, you're not trying to get to a place of pure sanity. You're trying to put distance between the time you're away and the time you're here. So the words, instead of it being like an hour, you know, like you're in and out in an hour at a time, you're in and out for maybe days at a time. So in other words, you're in a crazy place for a, for a day, then you're out of craziness for a day. And so what you're trying to do is extend the period of stability, not trying to get to the goal of total stability. You see what I mean? That hmm. it's too much. It's too much to ask of yourself, particularly if you're a psychiatric patient. That you know, I'm going to get up today and not be crazy, mm-hmm. and not not be at the at the mercy of my metabolism, not be at the mercy of my thoughts, not be at the mercy of my pathology and my family, and blah blah blah. It's just too much of a demand. So, what I used to do is say, well, what if you just pull off an hour? I mean, when you go to a movie, you're taking a break from reality for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of a thing. And so what you and I have gotten to in our lives is it sounds now like it's breathing. It's just easy. Where we started out where it wasn't always easy. There was, you know, it may have been more so for you than it was for me because you're coming at this from the other angle. You kind of came into this world connected to soul and looked at the ego and said, never mind, <laughs> or I'm not going to take part in that, where I came into to an egoic world and, and thought that soul was someplace on Mars. You know, I wasn't, going to, I wasn't ever going to get to it. So yeah. it, it really was the, the city of Oz that I was going to have to go down the road and cross the rickety bridge and take on the demons to get to, the, to, get to that place. Well, yeah, so. and I was, I was thinking about that this morning because of that experience at such a young age and kind of tapping into or connecting to what I would call soul or, you know, um, that um, unique note of me, that unique energy of me tapping into that. And because of that, whatever the world brought my way, I was determined <laughs> to not let it taint what I already knew was true. I mean, that mm-hmm. I just, and so I think in some ways that made things easier in some sense. Well, and you forget, you know, and this is and this is personal, and so it's up to you whether or not you want to share it in this context, but you put on glasses to see what you only wanted to see. You I mean that was that, that was your defense mechanism in those early days. You know, you were wearing you were wearing the emerald glasses. I put on glasses that would create a focus for me to see what I felt matched my unique note. If we stay in that context of glasses, you were putting on the glasses of the observer that just happened to be in the metaphor of the Oz thing that happened to be emerald green, but you were putting on the glasses of the observer and being forced intermittently to wear the glasses of the human ego. Yeah, which I didn't really like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The point is that you have the metaphor of the glasses. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked before mm-hmm. about is there such a thing as healthy delusion? Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. look what happened when the curtain came down 
in our culture here in the past couple of years. I mean, people don't want to see what's behind the curtain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, they really don't want to see and, and they make up what's behind the curtain. And when they finally see the truth, they want to put it back up. So in your case, you have that metaphor of the glasses, that, that the decision to see what you wanted to see, whether you want to look at the world through the eyes of the observer, which, which would be one particular color of glasses, or the eyes of the ego, which would be another particular color of glasses. That's, that's your metaphor. And it's okay to do that because you're, mm-hmm. you're really, you know, which is in the work I do, I talk about the lenses that you, sw- that you swap out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the, in the intentional guided evolution model, you're switching out lenses of counselor, critic, mediator, and bully. Mm-hmm. Those are all tied to the ego, but they're also tied to who's looking or mm-hmm. to what's or to what's looking. Right. Yeah. So if if you're looking through the lens with your heart, that's one version. If you're looking through those lenses with your brain, with your ego, that's another version. Only the brain can look through uh, critic and um, and probably bully, where the heart's going to look through mediator and counselor. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. And if you get those, if you get those confused or get them kind of inter intermixed and don't understand who's doing the looking or what's doing the looking, then you're then the observer's offline. Mm-hmm. So, so I think what you did, and again, you, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I think I know you well enough to say this that you you became very artful at uh, what was observing. Well, yeah, and continue to do that, and I think because of that. Even when things happen that, you know, like the pandemic and, you know, different things that happen in our experience, it's not that I'm not aware of that or I'm in denial about those things. But when you are um, in that observer position, it creates all this space, almost like a buffer that you have something else that you can rely on besides the harsh reality of sometimes the world we live in. Yeah, I think the key word there is choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, 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 what is the the source of most of our fear and most of our anxiety about this experience? If it isn't that we feel like we have no choices, but we do. But we have all kinds of choices, mm-hmm. right? And that's the, and that's the the operative word there is mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. That when people feel stuck, they feel like they have no choices. The needle turns in our Come to his heart. Do you ever get the feeling it's pointing to the start? Something so much bigger, so much better. 